Got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brand new columns. That's me. And just in brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault. Uh. Slap it up and put it down. It's another movie news and trailer reactions from your boy, Eddie Collins. Guys, it's Justin Brown. And we are Media Popcorn and they can spoil the movies. Blah, blah, blah. And today we have a special guest to help us break down recent events. The newer king himself, Gordon Baker Bone, is back, everybody. Y'all been asking for him and look at him. He's here. If you go on YouTube.com slash Media Popcorn. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I got to get a, I'm in severe need of a haircut. I'm trying to wait to get a haircut. You ever try to wait it out to get a haircut before a big event? Oh, yeah. I'm doing it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've done yeah. That. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. For my brother's wedding, I was looking rough. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, y'all gonna have a free barber? Like, okay. Hmm." Yep, yep. I'll wait. I'll hold out. When are you gonna get a haircut, though? Uh, I'm probably gonna get a haircut like the first week of June. That's when I'm gonna do a haircut, get my hair retwisted, and uh, then do like a shape up before the show. What show is that? Oh, uh, I don't know if you told anyone about this, but you and I uh, were busy on January 18th. We'll be at the Bell House hosting June 18th, right? No, January 18th, right? No, June 18th. June 18th. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) June 18th. Next year, 2024. Get ready, (laughs) y'all. It's going to be a hell of a new year. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't shaving my my shit for a whole six months. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saving my haircut for January. No. June 18th at Bell House in Brooklyn. This is going to be what, a third time there, Brandon? Uh, this is going to be like fourth, maybe. It's fourth. Been, oh. We've been there a few times. That's kind of like our home now in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, folks, you can join us in person at the Bell House in Brooklyn uh, on June 18th, like Gordon said, or you can join us live stream if you're not in the Northeast area. Tickets can be bought at drunkblackhistory.com. If you've been to the show, you know. If you haven't, just know that you're going to have some fun learning new shit. And having some good laughs because we always uh we always learn a lot, but we also laugh a lot too, because it's our history's hard and you know, Justin's been there a bunch of times. He's mm-hmm. seen what the show is like, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's even been on the show too, even though he yeah. don't drink. He popped in a Steve Harvey, which is one of the funniest. I still remember like Gordon and I sent that up. And then yep. people I think for a second people thought legit we might have had Steve Harvey. Yeah, they really yeah. did. They really did. And when <laughs> and I walked they saw out you. They, uh, <laughs> And then you came out with that mustache, looking yo, crazy. Yo, that that actually has to be one of my favorite times on stage because it was just the crowd lost it because they thought Steve Harvey was walking out. And then when I walked out, they the whole audience is like the <laughs> the air got sucked out of the audience. And then they saw what I was wearing, and then it went right back up. So it was like this. Yeah. It, oh boy, that that was great. That was great. It was like a bomb and a and and the and the greatest show all of the same. <laughs> People still bring that up to me. They feel like me and Brandon, we wrote that whole thing and you just played along. And like a lot of people don't know, like that that game show that we played, we didn't know the answers to. Justin was just reading. We didn't have any idea what people would say on stage, and it made it made for a great night. It did. Yeah. It, it did. And, and, the, and the white kid actually won. 
Yes. Oh yeah, that was a whole thing I had to manage because the the black audience didn't want to give them a gift. I was like, "Come on, y'all, we gotta be we gotta be friendly here. Like, it's it's a safe community." Yo, you want to you want to hear something that's crazy about that? The white guy that won, he's he was dating this black girl that still comes to our shows, and she told me at the last drunk black history they broke up. And oh he yeah, bra- he brags about it on his dating profile now. <laughs> that he dated a black woman. No, that he won Drunk Black History Family Feud. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Well, the funny thing is, I think, well, it was one of the shows I saw after that, I saw him there and we had a whole conversation oh, about yeah. it. He was like, that was the greatest night of my life. Like, he yeah, really he, had a good fucking time. I was like, good for him. <laughs> and that's the thing, folks. We have repeat people coming to the show. So that means it has to be good. You know, you don't just, you know, trek all the way out to Gowanus, Brooklyn, <laughs> if a show's uh, not bringing the heat. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, that show was at Caveat, though. That was like Lower that East Side. That was at Caveat in Manhattan, Lower East Side. I don't know if you guys have to do it like like if my podcast has to do it. Like, we always have to remind people. You go, If you can't make it to Brooklyn, you can watch it online. We stream it also. Yep. yep. DrumpBlackHistory.com, yeah. y'all. Uh, fuck with us. Hang out with us. Uh, but in the meantime, we do have some movie news. And unfortunately, not all of it's uh, the best. We have had some passings recently. Um, we have after... Uh, Ray Stevenson, uh, who yeah. appeared most recently in RRR, is going to be coming up in the Star Wars series Ahsoka, uh, and also was uh, Frank Castle in uh, Punisher Warzone, which mm-hmm. arguably for me was the best Punisher movie. Um, but yeah, he died at the age of 58. Yeah, far too soon. RIP, sir. RIP. Played evil white guy in everything he did. <laughs> <laughs> he was not typecast at all. Um, what so uh, a, another recent person that passed away is Jim Brown, one of the world's best, uh, one of the the best football players ever. Died at age yep. eighty seven. Um, you know, it's a it's a complicated history that Mr. Brown has. Super complicated. I I found that out the hard way when I was like, uh, you know, posted uh, "Rest in Power, Sir," and I'm going to watch Mars Attack, and then a lot of uh, you know, uh, black women that I respect on mm-hmm. Twitter started posting. Hey, all y'all shout out Jim Brown. Uh, just Google Jim Brown and Playboy Mansion and think about what you posted. And I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, that's, why then- I, that's why I hung back on like, uh, like I know Jim Brown as the athlete, like because he's before my time. And yeah, well, I mean, so I had to in, like the 40s. Yeah, we're yeah. not 75. Gordon. Yeah, it's before all <laughs> yeah. of our times. <laughs> Gordon, yeah, no, like, I mean, I don't know about you. Uh, <laughs> You youngins, but Jim Brown's before my time, guys. He's before my time. Uh, but yeah. Um I hit fifties though. So. Yeah, yeah, fifties. I just know uh like I know the highlights and I know some of the the dirt that went on with him. I know that he uh he was one of the first uh black actors to have like a like a sex scene on camera, right? Or a lovemaking scene. Probably. I mean that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, because so he he let he stopped playing football uh, when he turned 30. So he basically left the game at the height of his uh, career. And then he decided to pursue a career as as an actor. Um, And he still holds records uh, to this very day. So if he played, you know, the kind of, you know, time that other people have put in, he'd probably have records that will never be broken. Um, Yeah. But he was a pivotal part of uh, the civil rights movement. He's very mm-hmm. much into black yeah. empowerment. Only other part is that he was not very good to women. 
and yeah. he was uh, he was so much- also known for you know having um, let's just say a temper and a quick hand. So like we yeah. can't congratulate him for that. So much yeah. so that he got like banned from the Playboy Mansion for a while, but he's such good friends with Hugh Hegner. Eventually, he got like let back in. And I guess was stated to do yeah, it again. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, he did it again. That's what got him. Uh, yeah, a, a little bit more trouble and shit. So, um, but you know, yeah. um, him and OJ had a big beef. Also, he he had he had a big disliking disliking of OJ Simpson because he felt like he was very open about what he went through and OJ was always in the secrets and the shadows and he was kind of jealous because at the same time OJ was coming up in films and getting roles and commercials and he's just like all right I don't like this so it was a bit of a jealousy between the two of them well but OJ I think a part of his also because OJ was very I mean sorry uh Jim Brown was very pro-black yes he was like you said and and OJ really liked to take a step back with with oh, yeah. you know I'm not I'm not black I'm OJ so he was something different <laughs> that backfired uh, real quick know, on him yeah so that all of that you know he he basically looked at OJ like he was an Uncle Tom and, yeah. you know what I'm saying but then again Jim Brown is also somebody who was coming up in, in the civil rights movement and all that kind of stuff so he was a, he was a different kind of guy and he was a very he was a he was a tough fucking dude he was a, he was yeah, a he- tough dude and it's like he's those old school, just ruffians. And obviously that also uh, transferred into how he treated women, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and his fists were uh, strong because he broke that alien's uh, glass helmet with his bare hands. That was a pivotal moment in Mars attacks when they realized, oh, we could kill these niggas. Um, but yes, uh, rest, rest in peace, sir. Um, even though you have a complicated history, but we all do. But like he yeah. he's kind of fucked up. Um but also, uh, most recently, Tina Turner, the uh, legendary rock and roll singer, has died mm-hmm. at the age of 83 after fighting Whoa. a long illness. Uh, listen to her music this morning. As soon as I heard Somebody, the word. Please, yeah. Please tell me what's wrong. Wait, who is that? What, what? Show me your love. What you say. Every time Justin sings, it kind of always sounds like Ron Isley meets Stevie Wonder. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, who is that? Well, I'm also not a woman, so I can't hit the notes of Tina Turner. You could do Tina. Try try one more time. Try, Justin. Try doing Tina. Being true to Tina. Try being true. Oh, my God. Come on. You can do it. Oh, my God. Um, oh, what's love got to do with it? You got that, boy. Come on. Love got to do there you do go. The do okay. What's love? But a second hand. Oh, yeah. okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, give it to the people. That's why clap your hands, stomp your feet. That's what we you know, do over here at Media Power. Can I can I just say this? First of all, Tina Turner, I actually saw her in concert. Oh, uh, really? dope. Yeah, I saw her in concert. Oh my god, I think it had to be like 2007, 2008. And probably she's the second best concert I've ever seen in my life. Best performance. Oh wow. She wow. like I'm told like no like if you haven't seen Tina Turner you haven't seen someone put on a fucking show. This woman, like the set pieces were absolutely amazing. Obviously she's elevated age at this point, and like they had a crane that came up and then like went over the audience. They had like a little like cage in the front where she was in and like singing and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and. At one point, she got out of the cage and she was dancing on the arm of the crane over the crowd. I was just like, holy shit. 
I also <laughs> have a picture of Tina Turner pointing because we because as the as the crane is coming our way, we said saying Anna, Anna May. And she points right at us, and we have a picture of Tina Turner, like with the, like, like it. But it was an amazing concert, and like, is one of the things I never forget. Uh, but like, she was uh, beyond a talent, and like, if you, it, it like, oh my God, in like a voice, she was just like, uh, uh, you know, ahead of her time. Yeah, not to forget her acting for The movie, <laughs> what's love got to do with it? Is it one of my favorite movies? Yeah, she just a flat out icon. I was uh, going down trying to remember like my first time remembering her, and it was from like the Mad Max series, and that's what really made me get to know her because I didn't like I knew of her music, but I didn't know who it mm -hmm. was because like my parents would play it. But then when I saw her in that film, I was like, all right, I like this person. She was scary, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandy, we share something about Tina about anime. I mean, just her music, like, you know, um, simply the best. And what's love got to do with it? I've always loved those songs. I mean, she recently had that remix of what's love got to do with it. So she had a little bit of pop for it with the youngins, which was nice to see. Um, I mean, but yeah, she's been a great performer. Like whenever I've Broadway seen like play recently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, really? I didn't know she had a Broadway play. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, so. or, or was it a play? It's just but maybe it was a musical, Broadway. right? It was, it was a musical. Yeah. It was a musical. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh. Yeah, rest in power, ma'am. You you had a 18. hell of a legacy. Yeah, yeah. She died in Norway, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. She was like, she was she like uh, married to like uh, uh, some some sort of royalty or something like that. Oh yeah, yes. I don't know if it was Norwegian uh, royalty, but I think she she uh, re when she remarried, obviously after you know leaving uh you know you know scumming McScummington, uh, yep. she ended up. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna put his name out there. But um, she ended up like uh, remarrying a, a royal in, in in some way, shape, or form. But mm. like, yeah, just regarded as one of the best to ever do it, and one of the biggest, uh, you know, musical stars, you know, icon beyond icons. I mean, she told us she's simply the best. Yeah. Switzerland is what you think. It was Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. Uh, yeah, Switzerland. Okay. There you go. Well, you know, uh, hopefully she has some good Danishes before. What? <laughs> Isn't that what they specialize in Swedes? They they got the Danishes. Chocolate. You could have said chocolate. You could have said anything. I studied you black said history. Pocket knives. <laughs> I studied I studied black history. I don't fuck with Swedish history. Okay, that's <laughs> drawblackhistory.com, Everybody. Um, speaking of uh, celebrities and um, you know health issues, uh, it was revealed that Jamie Fox, contrary to what his daughter said, is actually still in a rehab facility with family and friends frequently visiting this rehab facility apparently specializes in folks dealing with uh, cancer strokes and spinal injuries, yeah. which I think further leads to the speculation that he had a stroke, um, yeah. which is really hard as, you know, obviously someone that not only does a lot of public speaking, but is a comedian and, you know, uh, is very expressive with their face. Um, yeah. So wishing him a, the best recovery possible. I, I, you can't say speedy at this point. It's been, almost months now so. well i mean and it's also just the fact is like you know jamie fox is you know in very good shape especially for his age uh so you know being you know and and speaking just in the realm of just you know black men and black health you know guys take care of yourselves get yourself checked 
to your doctor's mm-hmm. appointments and things like that because you know no matter how much you know you work out and stuff like that you can still have underlining health issues that you don't know about uh so you know please guys take care of yourselves and 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 uh, women as well please take care of yourselves uh, do all your Get checks. Them checkups but i think you know i i i de- definitely uh <laughs> said black men because typically we don't uh take care of ourselves and uh you know i don't know maybe just be afraid of doctors i know i am i, I mean, i'm not afraid of doctors but like i just it's just something i don't think about and um yeah so guys just you know let, let's just be better at making uh maintaining and taking care of our health yep and that that includes also dentists too a lot of yeah. people people don't consider uh dental work as you know health but yeah because I, I i'm not afraid of doctors but i'm afraid of dentists and so but i know oral hygiene is like really important because it can impact health, you know, heart health and shit. So yeah, yes. Yeah, like, fucking dentists are creepy though. I don't know what your thing is with dentists right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking open my well, mouth. Well, you so know you what? Can look you know what? You know, to, to Brandon's defense, Playing we did have bones. some dentists back in the day where people go under and then they were going in. So yes, that is true. Yeah. So Wait, I, what I do got, you mean going in? Just like, like they I said, would, nigga. Like fuck in my mouth? Yeah. No, they yeah. You would go, you would go to get your your mouth fixed, but they, uh-huh. they'd kill you. What? What no, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, hold, wait, on. Hold, wait, on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before wait. before Gordon goes uh, somewhere wild. No. The the oh. dentist, they were people go get their mouth fixed, and then they were basically under anesthesia they were having sex with women or doing sexual acts oh. uh with people and things like that they weren't killing people but if gordon has a story about a killer dentist please gordon go on so uh you know i would be doing research for drunk black history all the time and come to find out george washington teeth they weren't made of wood guess what they were made of guys slave teeth yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they were killing people for the, for the teeth you don't think so? I think they just were taking teeth off of corpses. They had so really? many. You think you think back then they were just like, let's wait till he dies. Well, I mean, it's like, like, oh, <laughs> this nigga Toby got a real nice grill on him. Give me the so, teeth. <laughs> Give me the teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Like you saying that like Steve Harvey were around slave days. George Washington was like, I want those. Yeah, he, he just I like, want those chompers. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But also not <laughs> out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> hey, Mr. President, what, 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 what you doing, boy? Get your hand up out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and you still wear that fucking suit? <laughs> Steve Harvey sees George Washington coming, and he and he brushes down his mustache and covers his teeth. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, let's go into some casting news. This is fucking crazy. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2 is in pre-production. Uh, the sequel to the New Line uh, film that came out during the pandemic with the same date release for HBO Max. Um, and Tati Gabriel, an actress who's appeared on You, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, as well as uh, Uncharted, is in talks to play... Um, what the fuck? Jade. Jade, who was a yeah. uh, what's his name's daughter, right? That's um, a big black dude with the metal arms. Fuck, what's that character's name? Jax. Jax. Yeah, yeah Jade is. is Jax's daughter, I believe. Is 
I didn't, maybe I wasn't big into Mortal Kombat because I didn't like the animation because like for whatever reason. But then when I gave the movie a try when I was younger, I don't know, it just turned me off. Are you guys into like the new Mortal Kombat series? Uh, the, uh, the video games aren't bad. The video, okay. the, uh, they rebooted it because there's a recent um, trailer out for Mortal Kombat 1 that's coming out in the fall. That yeah. looks dope as hell. But, like, I've never been, like, the biggest, like you said, Gordon, I've never been the biggest Mortal Kombat fan. For me growing up, I think my favorite fighting game was Virtua Fighter. I know a lot of people yeah. say Street Fighter, but, like, for me, like, I had Sega. So Virtua Fighter, like, was always, like, a little bit different. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Jade was not Jax's daughter. Who? Which character is that? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't uh, think so, but I didn't. I didn't know too much to make correctly. But. Yeah, no, no. Jade. So Jade. There was Jade and Katana. Uh, Kata, uh Jade is like uh, is an assassin, but she's a friend of Katana. I believe mm. Katana is um is uh, uh Shale Khan's or or whatever's daughter. The, uh, yeah. the main bad. Got it. Yeah, the the, it. the 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 boss level guy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the boss dude. Listen, yeah, she, it, she, she 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 was not the daughter of Jack. Fair enough, fair enough. But listen, it don't matter because Tati Gabriel is a beautiful, beautiful woman. The, uh, some of the best eyebrows in the industry. She she, she does a beautiful. No, Gordon, I don't. Have she you has seen really you? great eyes too. Have she's you seen you? She's beautiful woman. Huh? Have you? Do you know who Tati Gabriel is? No, I think I might have to look her, look her Man, up. Oh yeah, yeah, you, you do, is. you do. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. She was in um uh Departed. No, not Departed. Um, what's the fucking video Uncharted. game? Uncharted. Uncharted. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. She was in Uncharted, and oh, yeah, she's. She's gorgeous. She's yep, also so. in you. She was also in the. <laughs> I know. I named all her credits, but Gordon, just, I guess he he's not aware. He's not aware of this uh, amazing, this beautiful woman's uh, work. You know? Oh, oh, yeah, I know who this is. Oh, okay. I forgot mm -hmm. about. Oh my, yo, I do know who this is. I totally forgot. Oh yeah, she is. <laughs> That's right. I'm mad you went with her eyebrows, bro. <laughs> Man, those eyebrows are mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, gorgeous cheekbones. Oh, you eyes. said gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous cheekbones. At first, I thought you said Gordon's cheekbones. I was like, that's a weird statement to make, but sure. <laughs> I mean, if you want to acknowledge your facial expression, sure, facial qualities, and whatever makes yeah. you happy, man. Um, more casting news uh, an uh, actress, Renat uh, Renez, who is uh, the star of the Oscar nominated romantic drama The Worst Person in the World, has signed on the star opposite Pedro Pascal. And Weapons, the follow-up project for Barbarian from uh, filmmaker Zach Kreger. Barbarian was a huge breakout hit last year, and this is the follow-up that had the whole industry buzzing. There was a whole bidding war and shit with it. Um, Justin and I actually really, really liked The Worst Person in the World. Um, that was one of our favorite movies. I think we saw, what was that, Toronto Film Festival, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, but so that's a solid actress. And Pedro Pascal, he's the, one of the most reliable uh, actors in in the business right now i say reliable because he is also a solid actor but after the whole jonathan majors thing i think it's safe to say something bad would have came out about pedro at this point so yeah <laughs> i'm hoping that he stays reliable and likable in this industry but you never know you never know what people have in their closets hey i've been meaning to ask y'all because y'all do travel and watch movies in like fantastic places like what's the protocol are y'all allowed to eat during these movie premieres do y'all got like popcorn and whatnot yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but uh, some places don't uh sell uh popcorn, some theaters don't sell popcorn. Uh, yeah, that we've gone for the well, that was an exception though. When we were in Toronto, remember that was this first summer after the uh, that was that's true, 
that was true. August well, 2020. Uh, they, so there was one uh, Tribeca Film Festival they they didn't have uh, uh, popcorn available as well. Yeah. So, so follow up hood question: Have you snuck food into these premieres? <laughs> no, Gordon. No, Gordon. Because we already have it hard enough as black critics, yeah. and so to be sneaking in some fried chicken and and salmon and shit. <laughs> Gotta be chicken and salmon. Just a little snack, maybe goobers, the raisin nets. Oh yeah, well something that's not like uh, doesn't have a scent. Yeah, that should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but if you bring it in Popeyes, <laughs> you can't be bringing jerk chicken into the fucking the movie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got everyone's uh, eyes watered up and shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's already hard enough being black critics in this industry, and then yeah. to have if we brought in food, bro, it would just be. It would be so bad. Yeah, it'd be like, sir, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Because <laughs> they already, they already do that to us, but but we don't have food. So. Yeah, well, we have actual <laughs> tickets. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna need you guys to come down here. We need to verify you. Oh uh, man. But uh, yeah, I have been to a few screenings. It's interesting because I've been to some a lot of screenings out here in LA. They provide you with popcorn and shit, which is dope. They nice. give you free popcorn and soda and all that stuff. Like they treat you nice. You go out to New York though, some screenings, they just be like, here's a ticket. And they pretty much kick you in the way into the theater. It's it's, yes, it's, it's a different it's, treatment. They they really do. They're like so out in LA, I imagine they're just like, Hey, um, why don't you uh rate us pretty well? <laughs> <laughs> we love you to say great things about your experience here in New mm-hmm. York. They're just like, Hey, you fuck yourself, <laughs> fuck <Yeah>. this movie. <laughs> I don't care what you fucking think. It don't matter. <laughs> hey, you know, sit down, shut up, watch the movie, then leave. Yeah. The <laughs> studios are all. Movie. <laughs> yeah, that's there's a reason why we don't get invited to a Warner Brothers films uh, screenings anymore because um, we complain about them. But anyways, yeah, uh, speaking Matrix. of yeah, speaking of Warner Brothers though, uh, their recent revision revised uh, at Max um, debut yesterday as of this recording. And they already had some blowback because they started consolidating credits for creatives on movies and projects and really pretty much put all of them under the label creators, which caused a lot of controversy with the WGA and the DGA, uh, Directors Guild and Writers Guild. And they quickly course corrected or said they will. Um, this this company, Warner Brothers Discovery, they just keep fucking up. I know they got a lot of money, but Jesus Christ, man. They keep fighting dirty, man. I don't trust Discovery at all, man. Yep. I can't. Why, why specifically Discovery don't you trust? Um, because they, they make TV that you you like, but you don't want to watch it at the same time. Like they they run, if I'm not mistaken, they make like most of the food shows. Am I correct? Yeah. And, and, all, a lot and of also like, those murder. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just murder shows, murder uh, those doc. home improvement shows or like where couples have to figure out like, hey, I got this budget. Of like a dollar fifty, but also want a mansion or some goofy shit like that. <laughs> yeah, just ri- ridiculous things. I'm just like, this is bad TV, but you keep watching it, you keep consuming it, and I feel like they want to make that type of films now, where it's bad films that you can't help but consume. Yep, eh, that's about right. That's why, like, when they were doing the merge, I was like, who the fuck cares about Discovery? But I guess a lot of uh, white women that you know work from home, they they're excited about it, I guess. But um, it's fucking it's weird. People that okay, <laughs> you you don't think so? That the, somebody's gotta be watching this content. I don't know who. Uh, I just know Food Network be grabbing me sometimes. I can't help it. Like Guy Fieri, I, I don't like him, but I watch. I can't help it. 
What, what do you got against Guy Fieri, man? He just doesn't have a great taste palette, but like every time he goes somewhere, I just want to prove him wrong. But you I know would, what? You know I, what's I crazy though? That. I went to Guy Fieri's restaurant. In it's Vegas. terrible, right? No, it's actually pretty decent. Oh, I went to the one in the villages in Florida. That shit, I went. It was so bad, I didn't. I couldn't finish anything. A week later, that shit closed overnight. People didn't get paid. That shit was wild. Well, he, well, you know what? I mean, I guess it's also Vegas. You know, and it's close to the LA, uh, so they're yeah. probably gonna do it a little bit better. But at the same thing, yeah, I was literally true. having this conversation with somebody else who I know who's going to Vegas uh, very uh, soon, and it was like, you know, serendipity uh, in New York. Uh, there's a serendipity, I think, serendipity three in Vegas, the, probably one of the biggest pieces of trash I've ever been to. But the one mm. in New York are great, you mm. know, like New York staples. But the serendipity three in Vegas, holy shit. I've never wanted to just throw a plate at, at a chef before. Oh, it was shit. That, that. I mean, the problem is that chef will just throw a knife at you. So you got to yeah, be careful yeah. when it comes to they kitchen knife. staff. Very sharp knife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get up all over your ass. Um, speaking of getting up an ass, uh, Vin Diesel plans uh, to do a lot of spinoffs to Fast and the Furious. He said that you, there's I, several. What? I'm sorry. I, like you said last. And I'm like, do you honestly believe that? Like last, like, what do you mean? Last Fast and the Furious. I mean, I think it's going to be, I think he's done after this. He, if you, if you seen the newest one, I mean, they're so old, long in the tooth. Like, unless they CGI all of them and make them look fresh to death, it's not, there's, it's not a good look for anybody to keep going. I'll, I'll just say this. I don't think that Vin Diesel is better than having all these spinoffs with all of these, you know, you know, female characters and yada, 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 things like that. And then Toretto just shows up for the save <laughs> at some point. Oh, it. Like, I like he's a I, common thread through all of them and shit. Yeah, I like. I, I feel like he's God. just gonna pop. He he just may pop up and do something superhero esque to save the fucking day. So like, yeah. it all comes down to uh, Toretto saves the day every single time. I fucking hate it. I I, I hate that he has so much power because it, he's been notoriously weird his whole career. Like, even before he blew up, like, I heard stories about him on knockaround guys where people were like, yeah, this guy's fucking nuts. <laughs> so to know that he's, like, one of the biggest deal, like, he has one of the biggest power brokers in Universal, at least. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, man. But, he started, wait, was his first film, um, it wasn't Saving Private Ryan. He just was in it, right? That was one of his first feature films. Okay. Yeah, it's like, a, it's that and, like, knockaround guys. It, there was a lot of stuff in the, like, late 90s. That like okay. he did like that came out like back to back to back like it was like Save a Private Ryan, Boiler Room, like a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. and like uh -huh. and it's crazy because he wasn't even supposed to be the guy in the Fast and Furious um, uh, franchise, and at the next thing you know, now look at him, like that's just nuts. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you know you get get in where you fit in. You know that's what I always say. Um, Onto some superhero news. Uh, the writer of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Jeff Loveness, is reportedly off the script for Avengers The King Dynasty. Justin and I had previously on an episode uh, reviewing Ant-Man 3. We were like, oh, man, we're worried about this writer having his hands on King Dynasty because that's essentially, you know, setting up the next, like, we're setting up the next Thanos, right? And that's the culmination of all of that. Um, 
So they hear that he's off the project, uh, not just because of the WGA. Apparently this happened before the strike was authorized. Um, does make me happy a little bit because I was very worried about that. Um, however, I think Marvel has bigger problems right now than to figure out just who's going to write this shit, but also like, yeah, who's gonna are, we, are we writing it? Because I've also heard rumors that they might be trying to divert from King as the big bad in this new phase now, given the Jonathan Majors controversy. I've got to ask you a question. Like with the Flash coming out and they're still using that that kid, do you think that Marvel might push through like they did for the Flash and just keep Jonathan Majors? Uh, and if it were another studio, I'd say yes. But because it's Disney, absolutely not. Okay. I don't think Disney is gonna is gonna play that shit because yeah, and and as Ali said, he's not white. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ali in the chat said that. I didn't really want to say it after the dot you know, the teeth thing. I was like, all right, no, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, but like, yeah, if it wasn't Disney, I think they. Uh, uh, I think he would have had a better chance of some of somehow surviving it, but yeah, not 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 with Disney, not with you know their kind of focus on kids and things like that, and like not with the way Disney uh, kind of has like their code of ethics. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I, and again, he's not why. <laughs> I think they're keeping. Yeah, uh, and folks, remember if you sign up for Patreon at patreon.com/slash media popcorn, you get to join us live via Zoom as we record these episodes. Be part of the experience and part of the chat. Um. But yeah, I think uh, I think they just haven't publicly said like we're parting ways with Jonathan Majors or recasting the role. Um. Just because I think they're still trying to figure out who's able to commit to that and how they would do that in the storytelling. Um. Because let's be real. I mean, they have to know. People know something about how bad the Jonathan Major situation is because you don't just lose a bunch of gigs and your agents overnight if people don't yeah. know something. Usually Everybody. it's like, let's do a wait and see. But even Ezra Miller didn't lose all of their representation. They like, they like, you know, were in legal trouble and they were like, you know, PR was bad. But it was never like this onslaught of like all the things that they lost within like a weekend. You but know? at the same time, God. Yeah, no, I'm saying he did gain a girlfriend through all of this. He got he's with Megan Good now, apparently. Yeah, but he taking yeah. her out to Red Lobster. That was a TMZ story this morning. I mean, no, like no, everybody no, no. loved Cheddar Biscuits, but yeah. like my brother, like you were in you were in Ant Man three. You come on, you were in Creed. You were in a, seven, a different tax bracket, my man. Okay, but how many places can you go to that got them biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> Frozen now. Yeah, you can make them at home. Just put them in the oven. But at the go. same, at the same time, as far as Ezra Miller, they can also kind of lean on the fact that it's a mental health issue. Jonathan, well, Jonathan Majors, Majors probably is too. Like, have you no, seen no, the characters no, 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 he plays? No, no. no. Let, let's let, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Let's not have assaulting women as a mental. Well, no, health no, issue. no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. <laughs> bro, but like, bro, but, no, no. Fuck? I'm not saying that. But you know, like. uh Hurt people hurt people, right? And so, like, unless, like, you're public about, like, maybe the trauma you've been, you know what I mean? Like, it's like Brandon, a, Brandon, Brandon, stop. Right, yeah, well. and also he said, <laughs> stop. He, and also to clarify, Brandon said hurt people, hurt people, what not is, hurt what? people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about begging goods people. That'd be weird. Yeah. It hurts. No, I'm, I'm not at all trying to defend Jonathan Majors at all. Like, because, but also the thing is, it's fucking crazy because we don't know all the facts and the same with the Ezra Miller shit, like everything, you know, we don't know what we don't know. 
all that shit's either being kept by the authorities or like the people and the reps and the studios all covering the shit up. It's all fucking shady. But I would say, you know, as it's fucking yeah, it is it is colorism to an extent. Yeah. Definitely. That's um, why I asked y'all because like I yeah. turned to y'all for all my industry uh like opinions and uh uh knowledge because like y'all know it better than I do because y'all know the inner workings of like the studios and background and how like the industry works. And I'm always like when I saw that that the flash came out, I was just like, wait a minute, didn't this dude do all this like hating shit like a couple months ago? And now he's like at a movie premiere. Well, remember they like paused. They, they that was supposed to come out a long time ago. I think they like shelved it for a while, and we're just hoping people forget. And I think that that's the plan for the Jonathan Majors controversy because Loki just got announced, and I think that that's coming out in the fall. Yeah. And Kang is probably going to be like the main villain of the new season too, right? So I think they're like, let's kind of wait it out a little bit and see how bad it is when we finally release this thing. I think that's the same way that I think that's the reason why Warner Brothers has been getting everyone and their mother who has any kind of clout on social media to watch the flash and then praise it online. You know what I mean? Cause I think they're trying to like reverse the PR and like, you know, redirect the attention of what, you know, people are like thinking about when they see these movies. True. So, I mean, uh, Ali actually put something pretty interesting in the chat though. It says Ezra looks like he had a hard time lifting boxes. Jonathan Majors <laughs> literally just played a heavyweight champ and a universal destroyer so like it's just also the optics of it kind of play into it and you know obviously you know let's let, let's take the racial factor out of it but like if you're looking at uh these two men um uh just you know off of sheer size and and, and physical prowess you know jonathan majors is far more uh, threatening so oh, him yeah. actually yeah. uh you know putting his hands on a woman is is going to be 10 times worse in most people's eye, in the public yes. eye and again we're not even adding the race factor onto that mm -hmm. so then you add that on and like yeah public enemy uh, number one sure i mean whenever whenever black people do the same crime as uh, white folks it the the consequences are always way more severe yeah you know what i mean like you know obviously chris brown dealt with everything that happened with the rihanna stuff but there were so many white rock stars that were notorious for beating the shit out of out of their wives and mistresses and whoever the fuck on the road. And they got barely slapped on the wrist. They were still able to tour and make money and shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but, uh, the reason I asked was because of that reason. And also knowing that Disney works with ESPN, who works with like UFC and stuff like that. So I was just like, how do they navigate that? They're all in bed together. They're all in bed together and protecting their, the money. That's all it is about. It's these fucking corporations, man. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. But speaking of DC, uh, there is pre-production happening on James Gunn's Superman. Um, currently casting is underway. Apparently, Nicholas Holt is the front runner for playing Lex Luthor, which is an interesting choice. Um, I will say, though, like, I'm not as excited about, like, a new Superman, given that we knew that ta Coates and Michael B. Jordan were working on their own Superman film, which is supposedly still in development, but there's no word on where that is you know it's it's a bit frustrating that james gunn and tanahasi Ta couldn't just collaborate on whatever the fuck that was and given yeah. michael b jordan who's now one of the biggest bankable stars in, globally at this point to be superman like but again i think it's a racial thing but 
you know, people are going to tweet at me and be like, everything's always racial with you, Brandon. I'm like, it barely is, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's a bit frustrating. Um, But what are y'all's thoughts on the Superman legacy that's in development and shit? Uh, I'm just a fan of James Gunn. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just a fan of James Gunn. I'm liking all his projects. Uh, I didn't think I would be uh, such a James Gunn fan, but I, like after I see what he does when he gets his hands on the film, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about it a little bit. I know, like I would prefer to see Michael B. Jordan and James Gunn work together, but you know, it is what it is. But I'm for someone that doesn't like DC at all, hearing that James Gunn is going to be involved, I'm kind of want to, I want to see it. What do you mean you don't like DC at all? Like you mean like the Snyder shit or like in yeah the general? Snyder stuff? Um, what, I'm trying to think of what my favorite DC character or DC film recently was. Um, damn, okay, it's hard to even think. Like Suicide Squad was like all right, and I like watched it once. I was like, all right, that's cool. Um, but also it's just like. I don't I don't get behind a lot of DC characters. Like Batman really doesn't do it for me at all. Just oh, sorry. Man. Yeah. Okay. That's, a, that's a tough one for me. Yeah, because <laughs> Justin and I are <laughs> I love vengeance, baby. Yeah. We're all about the vengeance. <laughs> yeah, we're all about the vengeance and riddles and shit. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think being the Riddler, if I were like, if I just had like a mental breakdown, didn't give a fuck, I would love to be the Riddler or the Joker, just leaving clues around and shit and having people try to figure out a little too vastly different (laughs) or one you leave yeah i mean to be fair but they both are maniacal and just you know want to see chaos brain so all right brain's telling us a lot tonight (laughs) (laughs) all right and here i am talking about like yeah i love me to batman brother's just like man the riddler and the joker i'd love to be (laughs) one of them Well, this crazy nigga movie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we did watch some movie trailers, folks. Um, yes, we, <laughs> we watched quite a few, actually. Uh, let's start off with the, the black one, The Haunted Mansion. starring yeah. with Keith Stanfield and directed by uh, um, Justin Simeon, who did Dear White People. Uh, it looks like fun. It looks like a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Like keep, like, I mean, keep I, being I, weird in a kid's movie. I think that could be a good combination. No, it's okay. just no, 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 no. It, it does, it does look, it does look fun, but at the same time, it's like a part of me is just like, like, do we need uh, Lakeith in this movie? We want him in like, like more of like, I don't know, like I, I like his acting and like there's more this serious roles and things like that. I'm just like, give us the good stuff. I mean, <laughs> he he can play quirky very well though. Oh I no, mean, I know. Lance yeah, Darius. Yeah. I mean, that's 100%. just one of the. Yeah. I feel like this this Disney film is the first one that like Disney's going to embrace uh, black goth kids and pull them on board because it's I don't feel like it's for anyone under the age of 14. And I know people are going to try to drag their kids to it because they're going to be invested in it because you got Danny DeVito in it. You got Tiffany Haddish in it. Um, who's the comedian? Is Tiffany that? uncanceled now? Whatever happened with the whole follow with the comedy? Uh, Right. I, I do not know. I just like I'm yeah, always surprised. She paid some money. Pop up someplace. It's like she's one of those. She's one of those people that you see pop up. You're like, oh, are you out? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like uh, always go to jail. 
and you're like, oh, you out of okay? I'm having you home. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah, at the same time, it, you know, speaking of canceled, I'm surprised that Keith didn't get canceled for all his shit on Clubhouse. <laughs> that oh, yeah, yeah. out. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think that's. I think that's the reason why Clubhouse shut down. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yo, Lakeith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was Lakeith and Tiffany while not on Clubhouse. Like, yeah. maybe they was doing it from different trailers at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, how can we blow up our careers? Let's do it at the same time. Let's see what happens. I bet you they won't cancel us. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Haunted Match looks like, a, uh, to me, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, and anything that stars people of color in the lead roles and seems to have a, a decent budget, I'm going to always support. Um, even if it ends up being dog shit, you just got to do it. Yeah, I like the fact that Wait, isn't the producer from Pirates of the Caribbean that's behind it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that vibe. I don't know. I'm just a, that's the weird thing about me. I'm a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Even Watch with everything. the, even after the first one, I thought the first yeah. one was the only one that was that was good. Nah, like my favorite character in Pirates of the Caribbean is uh, Calypso and her getting her vengeance. Man, that was a great movie. That okay. Oh well. <laughs> All right. Uh other another another movie that stars a black protagonist or I guess anti-hero in this case was the creator starring uh Justin's favorite actor, John David Washington, the uh, aka the Woodman that he calls him. Mm-hmm, the Woodman. Um, very interesting though. It looks it's uh directed by the dude that did uh well did half of Rogue One, at least. Um I'm curious to see how this plays out because I'm always into like a sci-fi, a good sci-fi movie, and some of the scenes look pretty cool. Even though uh, that first scene where he's talking to the little girl, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go straight up my dad right here." <laughs> like you, <laughs> he's like, "I'm just gonna act like my dad would act in this scene." <laughs> but I was like, I mean, it, it does look interesting, uh, and like it's not, um, it's not often that I say, "Hey." I think I may actually watch that John David Washington film, but that looks, it looks like something I may actually want to see. See, I feel like we all are, we're saying it, but we're not saying it at the same time. It looked fun, but it it didn't really excite me. It kind of underwhelmed me. Mm. I don't know whether it was the trailer or just, I didn't like where it was headed in the trailer at all. Just like, nah, nah. Out of all the trailers that we like you sent branded, I think that's like second to last for me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's just because we don't know enough about what's going on, but like, I thought the visuals yeah. with the humanoids and stuff, that looked pretty cool. Mm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, we got a, a, the Color Purple trailer um, with the one of the most stats black casts I've ever seen uh, in recent memory. Uh, it's, it's based on the, the musical, not the, yes, the, not Ste- the movie. Not Steven the movie. Spielberg adaptation. Um, oh. I got to tell y'all, though, Fantasia, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, I haven't seen the musical. I haven't heard the musical. But that song, and y'all might clown me on this, it gave me goosebumps. Like, I was oh. like, whoa. Like, what the fuck is this emotion I'm feeling? I think it was also like, you know, Justin and I have talked about this a lot on this podcast, especially about movies that have all black cast. When we look good, black people look so beautiful. Yeah. And like, when we were like, when we were popping with color and like, I mean... There was just scenes in when this, it's done in this the right way. Yeah, there's scenes in this trailer where I'm like, they this, this looks beautiful. I can't wait to see this. And you know, they got my Taraji P. Henson in this. Mm-hmm. Yes, well. And Taraji. <laughs> what? So Taraji, you know, and, and that's the thing, it's like Taraji has a great range. 
um but she can actually and she gives you so many different looks like she can give you like this you know <laughs> she she can play the little slavey if she needs to no no but i mean because she has you know uh given us uh, some you. of those ro uh, roles uh, but I, I knew the way it was coming out i'm just like okay <laughs> but then she can give you you know the ultra glam as well Okay. And yet, regardless of how she where she goes, it, you know, it just it just works. And you know, I just think uh, Taraji P. Henson is a, is a phenomenal actress, and she always uh, uh, brings her a, a game. Except, uh, uh, what's what's that fucking uh, Tyler Perry movie we saw in the theater? I could do bad by myself. Oh no, no uh, acrimony, no, acrimony, acrimony. Yeah. That movie to be, nothing could have saved that. But nothing they filmed that movie that. in seven days, Justin. Come on, I, it doesn't matter. It, it, <laughs> the movie was made, and they played it in theaters, we and it was a hit. Seven days, we yeah. watched it, we and paid it, and it was dollar. trash. It was trash. But one thing I I just have to say about the color purple. Now, obviously, I know this is based off the book and not off the you know a remake of the movie and such like that. But the movie holds a special place in my heart because it's so quotable. You know, if you black and you 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 got at least a few quotes uh, from the color purple for the most part. Most black people do of a certain age, obviously. Um, but I was at a club years ago, and apparently, unbeknownst to us, there uh, they they their the club host for that night uh, was a drag queen, and the drag queen throughout the night just kept on throwing out these random color purple lines. And they were just so well-placed and so fucking funny, like killing me. So every time I think about Color Purple, once I saw this, I immediately saw that drag queen just making me fucking die. Like, I, I, I'm so fucking funny. So, like, I always have this positive experience with the Color Purple of a drag queen just thrown out random lines in the middle of a party and just like being the funniest person uh just in, in that moment i know it's a random thing but like that's that's where i get from the color purple because it's just it, it's so quotable and it's <laughs> i'm sorry guys i just no, I, I love the color purple no you're absolutely right it is very quotable it's like one of my favorite films which it makes me feel weird to say it's one of my favorite films because it's, it's such a film that's filled with like so much heavy shit that's in it yeah and like you gotta yeah. you gotta focus on the levity within it to get past that heavy shit. Mm -hmm. So it's just wow. And also to get to <laughs> touch on uh Brandon's point with uh, Fantasia, who I think is brilliantly agree, brilliantly cast uh for this because her voice is the reason you have goosebumps, Brandon, and I, I say this with uh Sarom all the time. He he taught me this. Uh she got struggle voice, she mm. she speaks her pain. Yeah. So like when she when you when she sings, it's not jolly. It's not you're not getting Taylor Swift. I'm happy. You getting that raw heart. That's soulful. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Damn, you getting. Mm. I got goosebumps. I think it's safe to say that we will uh, be watching the color purple and uh, supporting supporting that movie. I'm. This, I, I see a lot of awards coming. Even yeah. though I'll be a little upset if I don't hear. You show sure is ugly. Oh, ah, you know what? <laughs> oh, boy. That is All one right. of my... And my S T E R period. 
Speaking of ugly, uh, we watched the teaser trailer for Five Night at Freddy's. I never played that game. It's a game, right? I have no clue. I just watched the trailer and I was like, I'm interested. I'm like, I'm going to go see this. But it reminded me of the Nicolas Cage movie where he fights animatronics at a music park at a, at a like yeah. a, a arcade thing. No, I, I haven't seen that film, but like, I'm I'm liking this because like, it kind of reminds me of uh, a New Jersey staple, um, Chuck E. Cheese. So um, <laughs> New Jersey uh, staple, you Ch- mean Ch- Chuck E. Cheese was everywhere, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it wasn't the, just in New Jersey. <laughs> but did you guys not see like the report that they did about Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, they did on um on HBO. Uh, John Oliver, the main, the first Chuck E. Cheese was based off uh, a trash talking comedian from New Jersey. That's what Chuck E. was supposed to be. Yeah. Okay, no, I did not know that. I didn't know that, <laughs> and I don't think that helps New Jersey in its yeah, PR. Yeah, uh, like that's not really a that's not really a win for Jers. <laughs> <laughs> niggas I, down shore are winning off of Chuck E. Cheese, niggas. <laughs> Gordon's so proud of Jersey, no matter what, even when he says stuff that it's like, oh, y'all, y'all, don't, y'all don't like that. Yeah. Okay, y'all, y'all don't realize. That Chuck E. Cheese is based off a nigga from Newark. Come on, man. It's oh, a like, rat and it's Newark. Man, Rats just, talk shit in Newark. <laughs> <laughs> they so big, they will talk shit and they will eat your pizza in Newark. That's right. Because Newark is like the Hunger Games, which is another show that we watched. The Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It's the prequel Great to the transition. Yep. It's the prequel to the Hunger Games film series starring Jennifer Lawrence. Um, this has a step. I didn't know this the cast was like this. Jason Swartzman, Viola Davis. Um, you got Rachel Zegler from uh West West, I was gonna say West Coast family, West West Side Story. <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh yeah, this is a. Uh, I think for me, as someone who read the Hunger Games and saw the movies, I think this is interesting. You get like a prequel to like get an idea of like why Snow became who he is, which is Donald Sutherland character. But where were you all's quick thoughts? Uh, I saw this in I saw this trailer like a while ago, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Super excited for it. I I like the storyline that they they put in the trailer already, and like I'm on board. I don't like I watched every single film. I didn't get to read the books. Uh, I think my sister and my brothers did, but like. I just hopped on when they went to the movie to see it, and I, I like the franchise, and I kind of want to see see it keep going. Nice. Okay. I don't care. I'm probably not going to watch this film. <laughs> I wasn't. I was. I wasn't really impressed with the films. You know, so like this is just one of those things. I'm like, oh, okay, a prequel to Hunger Games. Okay, I don't necessarily care to see this, but okay. Yeah, I hope people who do like the franchise and and, and have read the books, uh, they feel fulfilled uh, with this. You know, but for me, it's you know, I don't. It, it, it's not. It's not a needle push. We we appreciate your well wishes, Justin. Uh, <laughs> I wish everyone well. I wish everyone well. <laughs> but uh, speaking of franchises, Mission Impossible 7 released uh, their newest trailer. Uh, Tom Cruise clearly wants to die on set. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm all here for it. Uh, paying for a box, uh, you know, a movie theater ticket. The key watching him do these death defying stunts. I don't care what the plot is of the mission. It just it just seems cool. And you got my girl uh, Haley Attlewood from um, the Marvel movies. Uh, so I'll be there. What about y'all? I- I feel so naive because not till I watch like 
this was the trailer I was I watched last because I didn't want to watch it. I'm not a huge fan of Mission Impossible's. Um, yeah, uh, that might be a shocker to people, but I just realized like Mission Impossible is just America's version of James Bond, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's a good way to put it. Just without the recasting, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, ah, oh, okay. It's like Missouri's version of James Bond. And I, I don't want. It. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, it's just Missouri's version of James Bond, and I'm like, I don't want it at all. Why you got to throw Missouri under the bus? Uh, oh. <laughs> Justin, what are your thoughts? I, I, I'm down for uh, uh, the Mission Impossible films. I mean, uh, unlike uh, Gordon, you know, I uh, I wish all films well. <laughs> no, uh, no, it, it, it you know, I again, I love you know, I, I love the stunts and things like that. And um, and Tom Cruise, you know, being the fact he does his own stunts and he actually does that kind of work, it it, it does kind of elevate, you know, you know, a, a, a lot of the films that, he, that he's doing. And um, yeah, Mission Impossible has been pretty solid, you know, for yeah. a long time. So, you know, it's one of those staples where, like, you know, if you're going to go and give your money that you're going to come out uh, with, you're going to at least have some fun with it. Unlike other uh, long standing franchises. <laughs> that's, that's very fair. Yeah. And I think that's what it's about. It's about like stunt work and like, have, are you showing me something like that I haven't seen before? Or giving me something that I didn't know I needed, especially in the action film. Like that's how I feel about the Extraction uh, Two trailer because Extraction like had some really cool sequences, but as a whole, as a film, like I feel like it fell flat. But yeah. this trailer, this new trailer, I'm like some of these angles and just the way they're doing some of the fight scenes and shit. I'm like, I'll fuck with this. Like there's some there's some wild stuff. It almost reminded me kind of about the raid a little yeah. bit, which I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. and you uh, know. Chris Hensworth, I think he does a lot of his own stunts when he can. Um, I think he has like a health issue though, right? Where he's like pulling back from doing. Uh, well, no, uh, he he recently found out that he is uh, a highly susceptible to. I think it was like dementia or something like that. So it made him really uh, uh, okay. kind of, you know, think uh, more about his future and things like that, and wanting to spend more time with his family. And, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. This trailer maybe sure like dementia or something. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying the trailer just made me want to rewatch Extraction because I was like, at first I watched Extraction, then I, it was like you, Brandon, I didn't think it was much. And then I see this trailer, I'm like, all right, maybe I should give it another shot. Mm -hmm. This trailer looks better than the first film and it's got it me does. going. Yeah. I'm going to want to go look back and see how they improved. I just hope that this trailer isn't like just giving us all the good parts of mm -hmm. this film yeah. and then you're gonna watch this and be like oh it's the first film but just worse and they just had some <laughs> cool parts <laughs> yeah i mean i mean i would say the first teaser when he's doing like the jail breakout or whatever's happening mm -hmm. there but with this and then coupled with the train scene that we saw in the new trailer i think there's some promising set pieces here but like you said justin if it if it's all like in the trailers then kind of sucks but yeah hopefully it's not um uh, we got a, a TV series trailer. Did you guys watch The Bear on Hulu by any chance? Yeah, season one? Yes. Oh, okay. On FX, one of my yeah, favorites. It was, a, it was a huge summer hit. Um, season two is coming out, which, spoiler if you haven't watched the first season, but it's like the first season's about like this kind of hole in the wall, um, you know, place that specializes in like uh, meat, uh, beef sandwiches and stuff. 
and it's ran by Jeremy Allen uh, White's character, who's who was a great, fantastic actor before the show. He was amazing on Shameless. Um, and now they're trying to like think open up a legit restaurant. And so you see some characters going to culinary school and stuff. I think with that cast and like, you know, the setup, I think it's gonna be really interesting, especially as someone who's always been interested in like opening a restaurant and stuff, seeing the business like in what it takes to get permits and like doing construction shit. Um, I think that's gonna be really interesting and, and great fodder for for TV drama. Um the only I thing like, oh, sorry I, I like the fact that you said good tv is watching someone go get a building permit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you fill out form 97 yet uh, uh oh, and you just it. watch in real time someone filling out a form and shit this is captivating tv y'all just ordinary life <laughs> gordon what but, do you say yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a, I was a fan, a huge fan of the first season of The Bear. Uh, I was a, the reason I even jumped on board is because I was a fan of his from Shameless. Yeah, uh, yes. I wish that he would do more projects that did involve him in Chicago. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he's from Brooklyn, right? He's yeah. like that from Chicago. Yeah, he's getting typecast with somebody from Chicago all the time. I'm like, all right, cool. Get your money, homie. But I'm super excited to see how they grow the show and I'm hoping they get a third season. Cause like season two looks like it's going to be pretty great. Yes. Yeah. The so only thing I, is, uh, Oh, yeah. sorry. I was going to say the, the, one of the writers from this show, he was uh, one of the people that came out of the WGA. Yeah. Um, Cause this show got a lot of nominations and he, one of the writers like was so broke that he had to like essentially borrow money to like get a bow tie and shit and like had negative balance in his bank account. So just yeah. an example of like the writer's room skiing, getting squeezed. For streaming content i follow him on uh twitter is very very nice dude his story is like amazing like to even go to the awards that where they were honoring the writers he had to borrow a suit from his brother-in-law and mm. he borrowed money from his his wife to get a tie so he could look right. the yeah. part so he could go there and like it was a heartbreaking story uh the nice part about it though uh one of the sports shows i listened to donated money to his uh his venmo not even like a GoFundMe. They just sent him money on Venmo because they like what he was doing with oh, uh, the protest. And he cleared last time I saw it, like $20,000 so he could keep protesting. Wow. Yes. Well, shout outs to him. And I hope like, I hope the strike ends pretty soon and everybody get their fair wages, man. Yeah, Justin, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. Uh, fine. I was like, I, so I, I've, I've never seen the show. I, mm. I, I haven't seen the show. Uh, but like, you know, I, I'm kind of interested. I, I didn't know it existed. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in kind of, uh, checking it out. Uh, also, uh, much like, ja uh, why do I sometimes try to call Brandon Jackson? <laughs> Jesus Cause Christ. I remind you of your son. That's no, so you don't. If, if you were my son, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I've always wanted to open a restaurant. And when Same. I was in college, we should open a restaurant together, man. Absolutely Hell no. Not. Absolutely no. Not. Absolutely I would much rather y'all open rival restaurants across the street from each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> because Brandon, Brandon's restaurant would be some weird theme thing. <laughs> Mine, mine would probably have a weird theme as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Be... And we have combating themes, which we're we're secretly working together just to, for the press. That's so stupid. But but uh, uh, when I was in college, my uh, me and my roommate, we uh, said you no. Know, we had like an apartment off campus, 
and like you know we like like oh we're making food we invite people over you know for dinner and stuff like that and so my it's my boy scooter and uh so we were just like yeah we should open up a restaurant called jutes justin scoots and like every time somebody comes in we take a picture of them and we put it on the wall like an old italian restaurant <laughs> but it's just in our apartment <laughs> why that's some crazy <laughs> shit and we, we still to this day is like man we still haven't got jukes off the ground <laughs> all right so uh one of the other trailers we watched is uh speaking of food fa- flaming hot which is the origin of the flaming hot cheetos um this is directed by evil Longoria. it's going to be coming out on hulu in early june um i'm interested because i didn't know there was actual story to tell about flaming hot cheetos yeah, man. classic baby. Yeah, man. Do y'all like flaming hots? Huh? Yeah. Who doesn't fuck with flaming hots, baby? Hold on, hold on. Did you just see Uvia's eyes just light up? <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she said in the chat as a Mexican, yes. Okay, that makes. I mean, that's who they literally, you know, test with on the in the the trailer. No, that's who made it. That's who created yeah. it. Yeah. You, you, know, you I, think some you think some white dude sitting at Pepsi was like, you know what? We need to spicy these chips up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're either Mexican or Jamaican. That's the only people <laughs> things like that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, what do you guys thought? Uh, th- thoughts love, on the trip? I love one casting in particular. The young boy who got TikTok famous from doing the sketches with his dad. He plays the son in this, and his his dad passed away and now he's in the film and like that just melted my heart. I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm definitely gonna check it out now. I, don't I didn't know that. No, I was gonna check it out either way, but I'm like, it, it yeah. made me get on board even more. Okay. Nice. I know, yeah. but now now I just feel bad for this freaking kid. It was like his dad passed away. <laughs> How's his dad pass away? Like, what the <laughs> why'd you break my heart with that, Gordon? <laughs> Shit, I didn't know that. Now you gotta watch now. Everybody gotta watch the movie five times so you can get more acting rules. Boom. <laughs> there you go. But like, you know, the, the story, um, you know, right off the bat, just the way they played it, it, it it's just very interesting. Uh, it, it, it's very interesting. And, you know, I, I also love to see stories about like the person behind the the thing who like nobody knows about. And yeah. uh, I, I just, you know, that's just even though it's a story about fucking flaming hot Cheetos, you know, it is, you know, kind of uplifting because you also see, you know, a person from a community who typically doesn't get any love, you know, from, you know, what they do and what they bring to the table uh, being presented and being like, yo, this is, you know, this thing that you like, that's ours. Like, mm. I, like I love that aspect of it. Yeah. Okay. And then the last wait. trailer. Oh, wait. <laughs> you didn't say anything about it. Are you going to watch it? I didn't do you eat flaming hot Cheetos at all? I mean, I eat regular Cheetos, but <laughs> I, I I want to see the movie though. I'm excited. I got a screener. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Oh man, all right. But all right. yeah, my, my wife loves hot flaming hots. You know they got what a menthol it? Cheeto now too, right? No, that the that fuck. Yo, it's, what's a, it's going a cool on? it's a cool Cheeto. I'll I'll send it to you guys. I don't want you to send that to me. Why not? You don't need yeah, to Nikki, do that. That sounds like you're going to send one Cheeto in the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it did sound like. He's going to ship us a Cheeto. I sent it to you. He's getting one Cheeto in the envelope, all stale shit. <laughs> all cracked it? up. Because, like, powder. 
post bar from Gordon from fucking Newark. <laughs> You're like, oh, why do I even chip stuff from Newark? Um, the last show we watched together was uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, which is based on the book uh, about the Osage, Osage uh, murders and the birth of the FBI, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, directed by Martin Scorsese. It apparently got a great uh, response at the Cannes Film Festival, even though it's over three hours. Um, but oh, I, Scorsese. <laughs> uh, apparently the 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 woman that plays Leonardo DiCaprio's wife uh who's an indigenous uh actress she apparently is phenomenal in it which is great because Justin and I always talk about you know getting representation for that community and as long as they're being true about the pillage the rape and pillage of their community um I'm interested to see what they do even though it is a lot of white creatives behind this story but what were yeah. your thoughts um Justin? well I mean Brandon you, you know how I feel you know, you know, I I love me some Native American uh, people, Native American stories. Yep. Um, so like I'm 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 here for it. Um, you know, unfortunately, we know what this is gonna be. Um, you know, uh, in the veil of whiteness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it, it unfortunately also a Native American story is uh, masked in the veil of, uh, of a veil of whiteness because of exactly what happened to them. You know, over history. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it, it looks very interesting, and I I I just can't wait to hear more uh, about it. And also, I mean, you got Leo, you got uh, Bobby D. <laughs> Come on yeah. now, you know yeah. you, you know what it is. It's got a stat of who's who of the white male uh, actors. Yeah, Brendan uh, Fraser. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's very very white, and I. I like Scorsese films. I think they're very long. I wish he would cut a lot more. Um, That's what she this said. Look, this looks like, out of all the ones that you sent me, this had me like, all right, I'm going to watch this. But like midway through watching, I'm like, ugh. I started getting that, ugh, like, oh, so white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is white. Oh, God. Oh, all right. So like, I think it looks beautiful, but visually beautiful, but like, um, I'm not super excited to be watching it because I'm like, all right, it's about to be some bullshit. Yeah, I will say, like, I think that, you know, it had a budget of $200 million, which I'm curious to see where that went. Apple TV is just fucking, they're just throwing money in mm-hmm. the toilet. Uh, but yeah, the actress Lily Gladstone, I mean, they, Hollywood and journalists have already started showing their ass by asking her what it was like, what lessons she learned from Mark Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Robert Downey, uh, not Robert Downey Jr., but Robert De Niro. Versus them asking, you know, her, like, what did they learn from you? You know, because exactly. I mean? she's representing the community that she's representing the people that are within the community that the film is, you know, telling the story about. So it's just, you know, it's like asking a, a demon Husu, like, what did you learn from Steven Spielberg on Amistad? Versus like, oh, what did they learn from me and my culture and my background that made me the right person to play this role? Let me yep. tell you, white person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's we all know how that's how this shit goes. That's why we need to be out here asking these celebrities questions, any of those actors and creatives, like you know, the right questions so we get the right representation. Can I ask y'all this question? Have y'all been clicking on this movie on, on Apple for like the past couple months? Because they've been promoting it like for like months on Apple, and I would always see it. I'm like, oh, this looks nice. And I click it and they're like coming soon. I'm like, fuck. I've been doing that for like three months straight now. No, I don't have Apple mm-hmm. TV Plus. I get I get the screeners, but I don't have like the actual app or anything like that. Wait, you got a DVD player or something like that? 
No, no, I get like digital screeners and shit. Oh, okay. They still passed. send DVDs though. Like it's 2007 though. It's weird. Yeah. Who still got a DVD player? I mean, I just have my PS5. That's how I watch shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I can't even give away the DVDs anymore to people. They're like, I don't have a DVD player. I'm like, shit. So, yeah, send them to me. <laughs> but uh gordon thank you so much for joining us for our movie news and trailer reactions i know we went a little bit long and folks you got a juicy one this time mm-hmm. you got a, you got a lot juicy, of thoughts baby. we were we were all over the place you know be sure to sign up for patreon patreon.com slash media popcorn support the fucking show okay you know justin don't have no lights on in the background we need lights on when we're recording folks so please sign up for patreon support us financially but you just mad because i got like actual studio lights so i don't need lights behind me that's that's fair i'm this okay. is i'm illuminated and lighted the correct way <laughs> all right well gordon tell the people how they can follow you and also tell them about drunk black history that you got coming up hey everybody i am gordon baker bone uh, you can follow me at Baker Bone on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me on my website, BakerBone.com. That's all one word, B-A-K-E-R-B-O-N-E.com. I have a podcast that I do with Jerome Russell and my homie Mel Dion. It's called The Bad Advice Show. If you guys join that, I got a Patreon over there, too. We just give out bad advice to people. Brandon Brandon knows what kind of advice I give out. So you can join that. It's The Bad Advice Show. Bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. <It's always> bad. <laughs> But the real reason I'm here was to tell Justin he has a lovely home. <laughs> There's only one I want to be invited over. Like, you have a nice fan back there, bro. Oh, but, but Gordon, remember, you can't bring nobody that's unannounced to Justin's house. That's true. Because <laughs> Gordon's yeah, done this that before. is shoot niggas country. <laughs> okay. Okay. I won't be doing that. No unintended niggas. <laughs> I always bring a friend. <laughs> Um, but the reason I'm here is to promote um, Brandon and I's terrific project, Drunk Black History, that we're doing June 18th. And the special reason why you should guys check it out is because we're doing it on Father's Day. Also, it's a brunch show. Come see us get brunch drunk. We usually mm-hmm. get drunk. champagne sipping is mm-hmm. what we go doing. Mimosas, baby. Putting that in my mouth and then I'm going to tell you all some black history. It's going to be dope. We might make a thug passion. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> You know, if you know, you know. So if you can't be in Brooklyn and see us live on June 18th, you can stream it through the website. What's the website again, Brandon? Yep. DrumBlackHistory.com. That's where you can get your tickets for our Juneteenth show on, again, Sunday, June 18th. Uh, Gordon, thank you so much for joining us, bro. Uh, bro. You know, you can follow me at American Collins, AmericanCollins.com. Again, tickets for Drunk Black History, Juneteenth on Sunday, June 18th, available at DrunkBlackHistory.com. And you can follow the show at Medium P Podcast and all the socials, uh, all the socials. Uh, and then you can subscribe at YouTube.com slash Media Popcorn for our videos so you get to see our ugly mugs, as well as get alerts about all future reviews and celebrity interviews that we have on the channel. And Justin, if people want to follow you as well as support the show financially, again, what they can, what can they do, my brother? We struggled through that. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> between me trying to say words and Gordon, and Gordon showing holding up menthol hot Cheetos, Cheetos, and yeah. Cheetos, I'm like, what is what is happening right now? But guys, you can follow me at J Brown did it on the socials. Uh, but you can also. Uh... <laughs> 
help support this show patreon.com slash medium popcorn we have two dollar five dollar ten dollar and fifteen dollar packages uh the rant what am i watching bonus episodes our backlog all on patreon but let me tell you guys leave us a voicemail we want to hear your voices uh 347-508-0978 and also leave us those five-star reviews. We can't stress enough how much we love those five-star reviews. That's so creepy. We want to hear your voices come and haunt us. Put some butter in I never ears. said anything about haunting. I just said we want to hear your voices. Well, I, I'm, I'm worried that somebody's going to haunt me, um, especially that, that dude that emailed us hating your uh, Paddington 2 review. Yes. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and the hatred <laughs> comes every few months, Gordon. I know. I love Justin's it. Paddington 2 review. I mean, I feel like, I mean, Justin, I just think, I think you gotta like figure out what's that what's that emptiness in your heart, bro. Oh, I want to watch the the emptiness in my heart is the fact that Paddington isn't buried in that hole in my heart. <laughs> he needs to be buried in that hole, so no, he never has to be seen again. <laughs> that is the emptiness is actually Paddington's uh, rotting corpse. It's not where it should be. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're you're like a fucking you're like the Grinch. <laughs> What's wrong with it? the Grinch of Paddington Pass? <laughs> no, but the Grinch turns it around eventually. I don't think Justin's turning. I, no, I don't think no, no. I'm spinning it right back, right into the bad <laughs> stuff. <laughs> look, look, let's recorrect the ship. <laughs> I actually always wanted to do like a dark uh, twist ending for the Grinch. You know, at the end when he's cutting the roast beast, beast and shit mm-hmm. for the who's. What if he poisoned that shit? And he's like, you know what? If I can't beat him, let me Trojan horse this shit. Made them think that I better redeem myself and I'll take them all out in one fell swoop. This is why I don't do DC. You see that? This is why I don't do the DC universe. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm going to be a super villain if I, if I have my choice. <laughs> all right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or your fun.